The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 242. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Premeds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, where I take questions directly from the non-traditional premed form over at premedforms.com. We have a great question today about a new career. Our student says, so the plan for the past few years has been medical school for a career in forensic pathology, which side note, if you haven't checked out the episode that I did with Dr. Judy Melanick, author of Working Stiff, I did an interview with her way back at the beginning of Specialty Stories in episode 24, specialtystories.com slash 24. Go check that out. Um, Our student then continues, a few days ago, I was offered a job at a medical examiner's office as an investigator, which I gleefully accepted. I'm open to the possibility of falling in love with this new career, but the fear of making a mistake keeps creeping up. I know I can always go back to medical school later, but there's not a lot of strict information about what to do as a, quote, non-traditional student that's going back to school after graduating a few years prior. If anyone has any advice to give on what to do after being out of school for a while and considering medical school, it would be greatly appreciated. So pretty straightforward question. It's more a question of fear about not doing the right things to make sure this student is lined up to go to medical school and get into medical school. And, and at the end of the day, how I like to think about non-traditional students instead of obviously freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, is how many years away are you from when you want to start medical school? Now, obviously, if you have no science courses and you want to start medical school next year, that's probably not going to happen. And so there has to be this realistic time frame in mind. And that's actually something that we can put into MAPT, right? MAPT.com, our new technology platform. We can say, hey, I'm a non-traditional student. You put your your um, your start, uh, anticipated start of medical school, and we can go, hey, you don't have any other class, like you don't have any science classes, you're not going to get them all done, right? That's potentially the kind of logic that we're building into maps. So random aside there. Uh, That's really the question is, as a pre-med student, don't don't look at uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, as a pre-med student, where are you in your journey? Do you have the prereqs done? Do you have time to study for the MCAT? When are you planning on taking that? And more importantly, before you do anything else, and I had this discussion with a 50-something-year-old lawyer the other day, was he went back to school without really convincing himself, without really clarifying in his mind and, and solidifying and verifying is the right word that I've been thinking about for the last 30 seconds, verifying in his mind that medical school is what he wants, right? He's had this idea, this thought, this just little seed. It's like, I think I want to go to medical school. And so he went and started classes. Well, no, let's go shadow. Let's go get some clinical experience to make sure that you're not just hallucinating, 
and you really do want to go to medical school. There's nothing worse than getting several hundred thousand dollars into debt to go to medical school, knowing at the end that you don't want to be there. So verify first. So as a non-traditional student, the question is, well, why do you want to be a forensic pathologist? Where did that love come from? Make sure that you are solidifying in your mind that you want to be a physician. If you have shadowing and clinical experience and all of that fun stuff, and, and that's going along swimmingly, and you're like, yep, every day, yep, I want to be a physician. Yep, this is just a stepping stone to me being a doctor. This is golden. I'm good. I'm excited. This is what I want. Great. Now let's look at your courses. Where are you with your prereqs? Where are you with your GPA? If you've already graduated, what does your GPA look like? Do we need to fix your GPA? Is your GPA great and we just need to add prereqs? If we need to fix your GPA, how long is it going to take to fix? What other classes can we take on top of your prereqs to make sure that we show a nice, strong upward trend in your GPA? And I love on, on maps, on the dashboard, you see a nice little graph showing everything with data on on all of that. So it's so fun. Um, where are you with all that? That's Those are the questions in my mind, not am I doing everything right to get to medical school? Because there there is no right path. One of my favorite words, my favorite new words that I learned is equifinality. Everyone who gets into medical school ends up in the same spot, right? They're in medical school. That's the equifinality, the, the final part, right? Equifinality means no matter what path every student took, they all ended up at the same point. And I like to harass my wife about this all the time. She's like, well, I went to McGill in, in Canada and it's the Harvard of Canada. I'm like, I went to University of Florida. I think it was ranked the number one party school at the time. And we both ended up in the same spot, right? So equifinality, there is no wrong on this path, except if you're not following the path that verifies and really solidifies in your mind that you want to be a physician, that shows that you're passionate about being a physician. Just imagine from the medical school side of things, when a, a medical admissions officer is reviewing your application and they go, this student has done a lot of interesting things. They worked as a uh, as an investigator in the medical examiner's office. That's cool. But they really don't have anything else, but they're saying they want to be a doctor. I just don't understand why. Their grades are okay. Their MCAT score is okay. I just don't know why. They've, they've been working for a long time after school as this investigator, and I really don't know why they want to be a physician. So making sure that you're lining up your experiences, and, and you can work as an investigator. That's great. That's great work. You don't have to trans transition everything in your life to, is this medically related? That's not what I'm telling you to do. And that's what a lot of advisors actually tell students to do. And they say, drop everything that's not medical related, medically related, because it's just not important and, and it will distract you from getting into medical school and it'll look bad. And that's just not true. If you love being an investigator, obviously you're working at the, the ME's office. You potentially have great exposure to shadowing the pathologist there at the ME's office. You have a lot of opportunity to... Uh, to to interact with your future dream job. So I think that's a great place to be. Now, where do we work in shadowing? Now, where do we work in clinical experience where you go volunteer in the ED, you work at, for hospice and volunteer for hospice. You do something else 
to get close to patients, live patients, and, uh, and interact with patients. That's the biggest goal. And then obviously working in the MCAT and taking that and then applying. So don't worry about, are you making the right steps? Worry about, am I convincing myself and verifying for myself that this is what I want to do? Have those experiences, reflect on those experiences, tell your story in your application and go from there. All right, hopefully that was helpful. Hope you enjoyed our episode today talking about forensic pathology or wanting to be a forensic pathologist. One other quick side note, when you are applying to medical school, be as generic as possible, typically, and I've put an asterisk on this because it's, it's never always, but be as generic as possible when you're talking about what you want to do. The goal of the application to medical school is mostly focused on why do you want to be a physician, not what kind of physician do you want to be. So just remember that small little caveat. If you have a question you want answered here on the old pre-meds podcast, go to premedforums.com, sign up for an account. It is free and check out the non-traditional pre-med discussion. Don't forget to check out mapped, M-A-P-P-D.com and, and see how mapped can help you as this episode is coming out. Mapped may be live. I'm just going to put a little question mark like that. It may be live. It should be live. Uh, but with technology, with software, obviously things always change. MAPPD.com. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Premeds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.